You're now tuning in to a Sports Talk podcast produced by the Right Way Sports Network and CEO Malik Wright. Be sure to follow the team's social media on Instagram at TWSNet, on Twitter at TWSNet, and on Facebook at the Right Way Sports Network. We want to change the way you view sports and get your information. And there's only one way to do that. The Right Way. Welcome to Fatland, Fat Fans. I'm Alex, Fat Guy over there, Stephen, and this is the Facts. We do this every single week, and this is just one of the very many weeks that we've done it. And let me tell you, this is going to be the greatest podcast you've ever seen in your entire life. Just stick with us through the entirety of it. Uh, we're going to jump right into the talk. We have a lot of things on the slate today, but first things first, before you know, we because we got a lot of things to pack in a short amount of time. So uh, strap on your helmets, folks. You are about to go to fat land. First things first, uh, let's see. the last dance documentary is all the way out now. It, it's completely out. Everyone is given their opinions on it, on who, what type of guy MJ was, or what type of basketball player he was. Is he the GOAT? Is he not? So me and Steve are going to take a little while to talk about his legacy, Stephen. We'll talk about some good and some bad that I think the documentary brought on. Well, uh, speaking about the bad, I, I remember one of the first things right when the documentary was about to air was Michael Jordan saying uh, saying that people were going to think he was a dick after this documentary. And I just want to be the first to point out that I have not seen any sort of negative comment in that manner about Michael Jordan. Everything that has come out has just made him look like an even stronger competitor. Everybody knew he was an asshole. I mean, that's and but that's kind of what you have to be to be a, a winner like he was to win six championships in seven years. You have to be a dick. You have to push your and push everybody to win because you don't establish that winning culture without being like that. Uh, I agree, and I but I will say I think Michael Jordan was almost a bully at some at some parts. And I'm not a guy to you know say call everything bullying, but I think Michael Jordan at, at in many parts. Uh, you know, he's fighting Steve Kerr, calling other players hoes, and, you know, just denouncing them. I think he was genuinely doing that. that, that and in his head, maybe he thought he was doing something. Calling a dude a hoe, whether he believes it or not, does not – it doesn't help. It doesn't it make them better. All he did by doing that was was he did it because he was – because he was above them, and they couldn't they couldn't say anything because Michael Jordan was the star of the team. Well, undoubtedly, Michael Jordan was the best player in basketball at that time. Not the greatest of all time, but the best player in basketball at that time. And that is that is undoubted. So uh, he was throwing his weight around, I feel like, and just kind of being a bully. So on, on a schoolyard, the bully is the guy who's bigger. You know, he can't be touched because – He's just way bigger and stronger than the other than the other guys that he's bullying. Well, Michael Jordan was this way, except for it wasn't physically bigger and stronger. He was just he was he was untouchable because he was the best player in basketball. He was a brand. Everyone around the world loved him, so no one was going to talk crap about Michael Jordan. No one was going to say no. He could say whatever he wanted without any backlash. Whereas you don't think one time. One time in his years, do you think Michael Jordan was was a slacking a little bit at practice? Maybe he didn't have a hundred percent at practice. One time in all the years he had, maybe he maybe he wasn't feeling well. He didn't have a great game, at pra- a great time at practice. Do you think that ever happened, Stephen? Oh, uh, of course, I think it happens. I mean, the very and best when that of the happens, best. when that happens, 
when that happens, if someone would have called him a hoe, if someone would have tried to fist fight him, I guarantee you they would have been shipped off and they would be playing in China the next the next week. Well, I can we talk agree about, with that. We talk about Michael Jordan. That's just part of the territory that comes with being like, the player that Michael Jordan we talk, about, we talk about Michael Jordan like he's like he is God. Like he gets to do whatever, and we don't we excuse everything he does. And I've seen in the last Dance documentary, it really showed you what a great competitor was. Michael Jordan was a great competitor. He is the second greatest basketball player of all time, and that's just insane. But uh, he's the most marketable athlete of all time. He is loved by some of the most people. But at the same time, we can't excuse the things he did just because so many people love him. It, I guarantee you, when. When LeBron called out some of his Heat teammates and he said that they were top-heavy, the entire media was against LeBron for being a bad teammate. Michael Jordan can punch people in the face and call them hoes and, and you know, downplay their manhood, and all of a sudden he's a, he's a great competitor. That's just what Michael Jordan is. No, let me tell you, if Michael Jordan if – if someone else did the same thing to Michael Jordan, he, I guarantee you Michael Jordan would be crying about it and he would make sure they were off the bulls. That is my two cents. Look, I'm not arguing that. I, you know, I've never said that if that scenario occurred that it wouldn't go that way. What I am saying is that, look, a lot of these great competitors are assholes. They're bullies, as you, as you said. You know, these guys are people that have understood that to be a winner and to establish a winning culture, you have to lay, you know, the groundwork. You have to set the foot down. You have to establish that. And I think but that you don't certainly there are other guys – Huh? We can't excuse them being assholes because they're I'm great. Because let me you. tell you, because there are so many people who have been great without doing that. You don't have I to be a bad, a, a crappy person to be great. Tom Brady, do you think Tom Brady's calling his teammates hoes and slapping them in the face? Do you think LeBron no, James is doing do that? Think, I do think that Tom Brady isn't Mr. Nice Guy that we see by the media at practice. I think at practice, Tom Brady is letting them know, hey, buddy, I've done this. I've won six of these. This is what You're you have to Tom do to Brady, get it done. Tom, Brady, Tom Brady's being the leader, and I, I love being a leader. Yeah, I love leading by example, telling people to do what they're supposed to do. But what I don't love is people who call each other hoes and, you know, just try to see how much you can get away with, knowing, knowing, because he was going to call that guy ho. He was what? slapping people, knowing that if they would have fired that with any sort of major firepower, Michael, Jor- he, they, Michael Jordan was untouchable. They would be off the team. Anyone who Michael Jordan was talking crap about knew in the back of their mind, well, I can't, I can't do too much back because I will I, – in the schoolyard, it's, oh, I can't hit the bully because then he's going to beat me up. He's way bigger than me. In, the, in that locker room, it was, oh, I can't hit Michael Jordan or I can't talk, I can't talk too much crap about Michael Jordan back because then he's going to send me off. Let me ask you a quick question real quick, and admittedly, I haven't seen this part where he called somebody a hoe, but if he did call him a hoe, I mean, what, what really is the harm in that is what I'm asking. You know, friends all around the world call each other, quote, hoes, just playing around, messing with them, and sometimes even being serious, but what's, what's so bad about that? It, what if he calls them, you know, the B word, or what if he get, really goes at him and starts cussing them out? You know, what? Because then it's no huh? longer basketball. He's using he's using his status of being the greatest basketball player. At that point, he was the greatest basketball player of all time, and it's not fair for him to use his status to be able to call people whatever they want, and then them and knowing in his mind they can't do anything back to him. When well, when that, when us and buddies say I get mad fair. at you, when I get mad at you, and when I get mad at you and call you a hoe. 
it, us as buddies. I know that you have just the right to call me a hoe, whip my ass, whatever you want to do. But Michael Jordan cannot do that. But they, they can't do that to Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan knows that he's untouchable. I, I agree with that. But I, I, what I'm saying is we haven't seen these in-depth documentaries on all of these great athletes' life. I think that we – I think a lot of athletes have shielded that side of them off from the media. And what you're not seeing is a lot of great winners that you're thinking are this and that are actually a lot like Michael Jordan. You think a lot of great winners are getting in fights with their players? Fifth fight? I think a lot of great winners have gotten in big-time arguments with their teammates. Yes, I do. No, no, no. That's not what I was saying. You think a lot of great players are actively walking out and seeing someone. Michael Jordan said, I thought he was soft, so I called him a hoax. So you think other players are just praying, looking for people who are soft just so they can prey on them? Or do you think that other players are getting in fistfights with uh, other players of their team? you think that's happening uh, uh, across all, all mediums? I don't think the fistfights are necessarily happening, but I think that players are getting called soft by superstar teammates all the time. Yes, I do. No, uh, he called him a hoe and came at him because he, cause he thought in his mind that he was soft. Maybe the guy w- just wasn't as good at basketball. I don't know. Listen, I think Michael Jordan's great. I'm a fan of Michael Jordan. But what I don't like is these people who act like, it, it, who act like anything he does is excusable. It's not okay for Michael Jordan to, to be a bully and talk about people just because he knows they can't do anything back. It's not okay to do it just because he won six championships. It's not okay. He could have done that without with, – do you think him calling – how much do you think when Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr in the face or when he called – or when he was calling guys hoes, how how many more wins do you think that tacked on? I, I'm not sure. I don't think it tacked on that many more. I think it certainly may – I mean, not that – if you're talking about the one instance by itself, no, it didn't help or hurt anything. If you talk about his – overall prowess as a as a whole, then I think it definitely improved him. You think you think him 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 being I'm not saying being a leader. I'm saying being a dick. You think that that, that, that improved them? I think what I'm saying is along with being a leader, sometimes you have to be a dick. Sometimes you have to be the guy that pushes everybody. And I don't think I I think I don't know if you understand that or not. What I'm saying is when you're that leader, when you're that guy that everybody looks up to, sometimes you have to push everybody. Sometimes you have to go and be a dick and kind of be a bully, as you would say, and let them know, hey, you need to get on your shit. Uh, I'm not sure. When when you're being a leader, when it's okay to punch somebody in the face? I'm not talking about the punching in the face. Well, that's part of the documentary. We're talking about Michael Jordan's legacy and what the documentary leaves behind. I'm not okay. Okay, so, you, okay, so why, why have we spent ten minutes on why have we spent ten minutes on one fight with a teammate? Because because we brought up what, the fact what that, about because the documentary what about, about five, what what the documentary spent five ten minutes on that? What about uh, the other ten hours? You mean you mean two whole episodes they spent on how about how Michael Jordan was being was being addicted to his teammates? I'm talking about the fight. I told you I've backed up my why he was a dick statement, but I'm not I'm not trying to back up his fighting, the fight. I'm not trying to back that up, but what I'm saying is there's so much more to his legacy than that, and that's all you're talking about right now. Okay, well well what what else my, Michael Jordan you brought up Michael Jordan you brought up the fact 
you brought up the Go fact ahead. that you didn't think that that Michael Jordan would had was any different because you 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 brought up the fact that oh no I don't think Michael Jordan should be looked at bad he just did what a winner had to do but no I'm I'm making the argument that Michael Jordan should be looked at bad just because he won six championships just because he was the greatest basketball player of all time at that point doesn't mean he can just do whatever he wants and I'm not being soft when I'm saying this I think if I was that guy I'm not, actually no if I was in if I was in other people's uh. If I was in other people's shoes, I probably wouldn't have. Uh, I probably wouldn't have said anything to Michael Jordan because I know my job matters. So, it, as much as it, it takes a hit to my manhood, I would I would take it because you know why? Because I mean, if if you don't, you get sent to China to play basketball. But anyways, we can move on. You're right. You're right. We spent a long long time on that. So, what else? Let's jump into some some Heisman talk. Let's talk about a little bit of college football here. You know, uh, I've seen some odds have come out for you know who will win and all that. So give me your you know your front runner and then give me some some dark horse picks that you really like. Um, I'm gonna say front runner. I think is pretty stable among most people, uh, and we have a caller. I'd like to. You know, just join them, in, just buzz them in. What's your name? And where are you calling from? Hey, what up, bro? This Jerome. Uh, just going back to the last, to talk about the last dance and stuff. Uh, I I couldn't really hear what y'all were saying. I know y'all trying to move on with the show, uh, but I just wanted to I just wanted to say the last dance was great and all, great show to watch, but uh. I I don't I think that people saying that it just solidified MJ as the goat. I think that's so stupid. I LeBron is one hundred percent the goat, and I just wanted to say that. Ooh, I agree. Colin, LeBron is one hundred percent the greatest of all time. I I'm not sure. I'm kind of in the I, middle. I, do, I think I it's fair. I, I think LeBron it's hard to I think it's hard to compare the two. They played in two different time periods, and they're two great players. They're the two best players of all time. I think it's hard to uh, compare them so much, and I think it gets overdone a little bit. So that that's my opinion on it. Uh, now we can jump off, jump into Heisman talk. Uh, yeah, but I, the front runner I think is probably the same for most people. Trevor Lawrence I think is the front runner for Heisman. He's just he's just that guy. He is the best. I, I think. He's the best prospect since Joe Burrow. Best prospect since Joe Burrow. That's a statement <laughs> yeah. right there. And before Joe Burrow, <laughs> he might be the best since Andrew Luck. Okay, okay. I'll give you that. I, I like Lawrence a lot, and I think he's going to be really good. Uh, so I have him as my front runner as well. And I'm going to go ahead and jump into a couple of my dark horses. I like Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma a lot. He's he was a five-star prospect, one of the best prospects in the country. Red-shirted under uh, Jalen Hurts this year, so he's going to get the starting job there at OU. He has a ton of weapons, a great offense, you know, under Lincoln Riley. And Oklahoma always seems like in the last front runner and at the quarterback position, no less. And I don't expect it to be any different with Spencer Rattler. Alex, uh, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm right here. Uh, yeah, one guy I see as a as a as a bit of a dark horse is Travis Etienne, uh, the mm-hmm. running back from Clemson. 
I think that he is a he is a monster. And you know, running backs oftentimes win the Heisman. It's not like in the NFL, you know, the quarterback is always winning MVP. But in yeah, in, yeah. But when you're not in the NFL, say you're in uh, say you're in the the college football NCAA, running backs win the Heisman a lot, like often. And Travis Etienne is a guy that I think is one of those monstrous guys. I have heard some talk. The Right Way Sports Network uh, let me know a little bit of talk that maybe he would enter the supplemental draft. We don't know that for sure, but but that is a possibility, and in which case would be awesome for whatever team would give up to get him. But who's your dark horse? All right, my next one, and this is going to be the best bang for your buck. I don't think that – He's not a front runner by any means, but the guy that at the best bang for your buck is worth throwing a couple dollars on, and that's Kenneth Gainwell, the running back from Memphis. He's plus uh, 12,500 to win it, and in an offense that puts up points and puts up stats, he is the front runner. Kenneth Gainwell is awesome. He's a strong, he's a smaller guy, but he's real strong, real physical, can run in between the tackles, outside, inside. He is awesome. So for that reason, I, I, I really like him. And I, I think at plus twelve thousand five hundred, he's a good bet. The NBA, yeah, we all know coronavirus, COVID nineteen. Uh, they all took a toll on us, and it talking, and it it really took a toll on the NBA. The NBA is completely different than it was. We don't, we're not sure if we're going to have a season. If we are going to have a season, then I, I guess we'll just jump straight into playoffs. We don't know where it will be held. But let me tell you, the NBA is something that I think will end up happening. I think we will have an NBA season. Do you? Who do you think is the chance? Who do you think has the best chance of winning? What team has the best chance of winning in the NBA? Well, well, I think the the best chance of winning is the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, they they were so so good before the the COVID-19 break, the hiatus of the NBA, and I don't think much will change. I mean, they have LeBron James, the best player in the NBA. They have Anthony Davis. They have a lot of good, you know, uh, role players on that team. I think they're the team to beat. I know Milwaukee has a better record at 53-12, and 12, but I don't see Milwaukee beating the Lakers in a seven-game series. Yeah, Milwaukee plays in the East, so they already should have a better record. And, uh, let me tell you, I, I think that the coronavirus helps out the Clippers the most. The Clippers are a team that have obviously, you know, had some have had a little bit of health concerns, and they've been going back and forth on what they what they think uh, how how many how they can get as many players on the court at one time. And uh, the Clippers now have a time, have time to no longer get you know do the load management that the entire team all the stars of the team have been doing, and now they have time to you know really get some rest and all be on the court at one time. Uh, but also, I'm thinking maybe this hurts the Clippers more. So it it might help them the most, but it also could hurt them the most because these guys haven't been on the court together a lot, anyways. The stars for the Clippers haven't been together on the court for a, a whole whole lot, anyways, in the season. So this the gap is just more time that they haven't been able to, you know, really get on the court all together at one time for a for a considerable amount of time. I think though that the Lakers will win the the NBA finals because they have Goat James on their team. Say what you want. LeBron James the greatest player of all time and he will just do much better to 
you know, bolster this team up into the stratosphere, and he will make them – he will ha- have them another title, and he will win it against the Miami Heat. That's right. Okay, so my next, question, my next question – my next question to you is, okay, so you're, you're picking him to play against the Heat in the finals? Yeah. Okay, well, let, let's get let's get off the Lakers for a second because we both picked them. And, well, I didn't give mine, but you gave the Heat. So, besides them, if there was a team to come up and surprise you in, you know, the rest of the NBA, who would it be? Who would you think has a chance to, to take it all the way? Somebody in the West is winning. I don't think an East team at all will win. I'm picking the Heat as a little flyer. I think the Heat end up getting in and uh, doing a little bit of damage. I really like Jimmy Butler. Uh, I think he he's the type of guy who can win, especially in the East. But uh, definitely not the 76ers. I think the 76ers are very overrated. I think the 76ers have a lot of worries about them. But the Clippers or Lakers, I would say, are the two teams to put your money on. If it's not the Clippers or the Lakers, then we start getting then it starts getting pretty interesting because I, I honestly don't really have a a backup. I would say the Bucks or the Heat. The Bucks or Heat out of the East. If the Clippers or Lakers win, but I want to stress that I would be thoroughly, thoroughly surprised if the Lakers nor the Clippers end up winning the the uh, the NBA Finals. To clarify, I would too. I'd be matter of fact, I'll take it a step further. I'd be very surprised if the Lakers weren't the 2020 NBA champions, but as far as, you know, a dark horse in a sense goes, and they're not dark horse because they're a two seed. In the East, I could see the Raptors coming and making a push. I know that they lost Kawhi Leonard, but they've still been a good basketball this team, this year, basketball team this year, excuse me. They're 46-18, and 18, second in the East. I mean, they're a good team, and they could, they've proven that they can win some games. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the Raptors make another push like they did last season. Uh, I'm a – I'm a real fan of the, of the Raptors, too. I, Pascal Siakam is an absolute monster. Uh, I have a question for you, Stephen. Do you think, let's say, yeah, let's, let's say LeBron ends up winning. He ends up winning the, the championship. Does he have an asterisk? That's a tough one for me. I lean towards no. Because uh, I think so too. they're still going to play a full playoff. Even if they don't play a regular season, it's not like this thing got cut off in the middle of the playoffs where, let's say, the Lakers were down 3-1 right now and then it got cut off. Then maybe you could say, yeah. But these guys are all coming back. They've all had the same rest. They're all, I don't know if they're going to finish the regular season, which I think they actually will. So I think everybody will get their little 15 warm-up game in the regular season in. But even if they don't, everybody is playing on the level playing field. I don't think there's an asterisk. Uh, I don't think so either, and I think a lot of people will say that there's an asterisk. Here's the, here's the way that people hate on LeBron. If LeBron wins this title, there's an asterisk because it wasn't a real season. Everything went wrong, so it shouldn't count. If LeBron loses, LeBron still hated for, oh, my God, he couldn't get he couldn't get by. He, he got Anthony Davis. He got all this, and he still couldn't win. So, regardless, it, LeBron loses regardless. In the, in the eye of a oh. lot of people, well, no matter well, what happens, that, LeBron's going to be wrong. Even without coronavirus, you knew that. You knew there'd be some way that they'd throw throw that out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, whether, whether it, LeBron be, always – Whether it be the COVID talk or whether it be the, oh, he had to go get AD to do any kind of winning, you know, it's, there's always going to be something with that, and that's why I kind of throw it away. However, I am a, a Golden State Warriors fan, so in my opinion, there should be an asterisk on this season because uh, – 
that if, if there is an asterisk, then really we could maintain our making it to the final streak. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Hopefully the Warriors can somehow put something together. Right before we sign off, we're we're almost done, but I want to I want to talk about um I want to talk about something when it comes to uh the NFL. Recently, I, I want to be careful about how I put this, but recently we've seen a lot of NFL players get arrested for numerous things, whether it's robbery or uh or DUI. There's so many things. Have you seen all this coming out from everywhere? Uh, yeah, I have. I I don't understand what's going on. It seems as though in the last three days it's really happened recently. I mean, literally, like just three or four days it's been crazy. Boy, this coronavirus is getting people freaking out. They're, they're, these, these players, they're extreme athletes, and they're having to spend too much time cooped up in the house. I think it's starting to mess with their mind a little bit. But uh, the one with uh, DeAndre Baker, he, he plays for the Giants. He was the cornerback at Georgia, right? Yes, he was the first-round corner taken out of Georgia. He was first-rounder, right? Yeah, was, yeah. I think he was him like first-round last year. Him and a, and a, a veteran, uh, Dunbar, were – Quentin Dunbar were? Yeah. They were arrested for armed robbery. And this is, this is interesting here because I wonder how exactly this ended up happening. They said they were gambling, and one thing led to another, and they ended up getting caught with robbery. But how do you think exactly this ended up going down? Do you think they maybe lost money and were mad? I or think, do you think they won no, and no one would pay up? This is my opinion and I don't I haven't I'll be the first to tell you I haven't read too much on the story. But my opinion is I mean, these guys are both millionaires. They can afford to lose some money playing a card game. I think it stemmed more from the anger of somebody not paying them their rightful money. Uh, I think so too, because uh, that it was seventy grand. It was over seventy thousand dollars. Oh, are you serious? And yeah. <laughs> and my ball, thing is, who the hell plays cards for seventy thousand dollars? This is NFL this is not this is my thought. I think. I think that a lot of NFL players and, like, professional athletes in general probably fall victim to this. I think a lot of times there's a good chance that uh, that they lose a lot of money gambling. Because you see a card shark or you see someone with loaded dice or however they were gambling, and I think that they, they see a big fish with a lot of money and they don't know how to spend it. So I think what they do, I think, is these, these guys, they, they come and they get these – professional athletes to come and then they try to you know they, they're they're obviously much better at the, at the game or maybe they're throwing loaded dice or maybe they're actually really good at playing against some guys that you know maybe they're all right but they don't actually they're not actually you know pros or anything at poker and I think that these guys have a lot of money so they spend a lot of money but I think sometimes every now and then you know, in gambling, it's a lot of luck, and I think that maybe, just maybe, this luck ended up to where these these professional athletes won. And when these professional athletes won, they were ready to get their money, but these guys never thought they would lose. They never thought there was a chance they lost because they were playing against these, you know, guys who weren't super seasoned in, in what they were doing. And I think once they realized that they had lost, they didn't have the money to pay them or they just were, were so dumbfounded that they didn't. So, matter of fact, if I'm DeAndre Baker, I understand he has a big career. It wasn't worth it. But 
I can see how in the moment you want to take that man's Rolex because he just scams you, basically. He just scams you out of money. You just win fair and square, and now he's not giving you money. So I'd snatch his watch, too, and then I'd go pawn it. But uh, that didn't end up happening. I would, too, but I, I would, too, and I agree with that. But I don't know about the orange part of it. I don't know if I'd pull a gun on him. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think the arms, the, the armed robbery is a little far. I'm not even sure exactly what that entailed. Maybe they just had a gun on them. Maybe they never even pulled it out. I'm not sure what happened, to be honest, because no one really knows except for the, guy, the people who were there. But uh, with that being said, I think that's just about all we had to talk about today. Uh, this has been The Facts. Make sure to go to Anchor. It's our new website that you can go watch any type on The Facts on any type of platform you want, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you want, and you can even, if you're feeling so generous, give us a little, uh, give us a little monthly donation. You know, it just helps out what we're doing. It shows us you appreciate what we're doing. Thank you guys for watching. This has been Alex and Steven. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for taking the time to listen in to our podcast produced by the Right Way Sports Network. Subscribe to our channel for more awesome content and follow us on social media on Instagram at TWSNet, on Twitter at TWSNet, and on Facebook at the Right Way Sports Network. And remember, there's only one way to get your sports news and updates, and that is the Right Way.